I think somebody's uh yeah, welcome to the Edge of Pierce podcast. Uh <laughs> man, this is gonna be some really good energy today. Uh I got uh <laughs> I got some guests with me that are about to represent for charter school parents. And so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna let you guys introduce yourselves, right? So uh Ms. Garrett, we'll start with you. Introduce yourself. Well, my name is Deborah Garrett. Um, I have four children in charter school. I'm a former council member in Troy, New York, where I live at, um, and I'm a huge advocate for charter schools and just advocating for children altogether. Now, when you say, wait, hold, let's back up here. You said <laughs> a former council person. Yes. I mean, you ran a whole election. Um. So what happened was I actually got um, voted in because someone who was in the seat did some fraudulent things. <laughs> so <laughs> I got picked based on my community and I pretty much like submitted a resume and they pulled me in. So I actually held the office for a whole year and it was a great experience. That's amazing. All right. Uh, and then we got Miss Cruz. Uh, can you let the folks know who you are? Hi, good evening. Thank you for having us. Uh, my name is Maria Cruz. I am the parent of two young ladies, 14 and 10. My children have only been homeschool, um, charter school and also homeschool. I am a big advocate for charter education in my community. I'm also a big advocate for parent choice and parent voice. I believe that every parent, there should be a parent in every conversation that affects uh, our children in our community. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And so uh, we kind of landed in a really good spot because I, too, believe that every parent should be a part of the conversation. So I am glad uh, and thankful that you guys came to join me today. So um, let's 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 jump in. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put you all on the, on, on the spot real quick. Why charter schools? And we'll, we'll, we'll start. Uh, who, who wants to take that one? Why? Why a charter school? I can start. I I love this question because uh, when I first became um, had the had the the challenge of choosing a school for my child, I have been a foster parent to nine children. I was a single foster parent, and as a foster parent, you have people making choice for your children. But when it was time for me to choose a school for my child, I am from Puerto Rico. We didn't have to have that choice. My I went to private school and private school in in, in public school in Puerto Rico. So I didn't have a clue about the system in Rochester, New York. And I just did my homework. I just researched. I went to the, they had a convention for school for kindergartners. And I showed up and I started asking questions. And the first program that I, the only program actually that I had in mind was the Montessori program. And once I found out, you know, the, the way that they were going to be teaching my child, I said, mm -mm, this doesn't match her personality. And somebody mentioned um, Eugenio Maria de Oso Charter School. And I did my homework. I figured it out, you know, uh, found that information, called the school, and I absolutely fell in love with charter education. I think, I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all education, but for my family, charter school and charter education has been the best choice for my children. I also, there was a point in in my life that for two and a half years, I had to homeschool my children. But I have always been a believer in charter education. And since I had Samantha in charter education, I decided to be an advocate for it because every child itself deserves the opportunity for the type of education that charter can provide. I love that answer. I love that. I love it. It's very polished, right? And uh, and for those of you that are watching this, uh, you know, charter schools are public schools because, you know, people try to pit uh, folks against one another or whatever, you know, 
Charter schools are public schools, right? So, Ms. Garrett, we'll come to you. Why charter schools? Um, I love charter schools, and I actually moved to Troy, New York. Um, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, right? So I moved up here um, 10 years ago, and I wasn't too excited about um, the local public schools and being a, a, a child that went to, um, you know, the, the regular, quote-unquote, public schools. I did not want my children to experience things that I experienced. So for instance, I felt like um, when I was in school, there were things that happened. So like, you know, how you read or how a child can read in kindergarten. And I noticed that I was having those same issues because they wasn't corrected at that early age when I got into high school and in college. And I just didn't want that experience for my children. I feel like um, although charter schools are public schools, I definitely feel like the the focus is a little different, you know, like my, my kindergartner was talking about college at five years old. Um, and then having other parents that I had met in the neighborhood who was experiencing, you know, being like the first family to go to the um, charter school that we attend, which is Troy Prep and how excited they were. And, you know, just the involvement that the parents was able to partake in and how good the, the reading part was the best part for me. Cause I feel like a lot of children, um, if they don't get that, key focus on reading at an early age, it follows them through. Um, so that was my biggest thing with charter schools was like, I need my child to be in me. I need that focus to be on them. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, and so the, the, so this is, this is cut and dry for me. This is not really an argument. This is not even really a debate. It's one of those situations to where like you have parents that, you know, didn't have the best of experience in traditional public schools and they want different for their kid, right? And so, like, how can I be upset with you for wanting better for your child, right? Because there's nobody that knows your child better than you. You are the expert of your... Matter of fact, I'm going to prove this, right? So, Miss Cruz, tell me about your daughters, please. I just had a meeting about this today. <laughs> My daughter, so the one that drove me to Charter Education, Samantha, is a very bright young lady. She has many social emotional um, challenges, yeah, but she's an amazing artist. She is extremely intelligent, uh, caring, loving, great friend. Um, you, you mentioned in my child is she's an amazing little girl. Uh, Mariana, she's 11 and 11 going on 33. <laughs> this baby has a personality that is bigger than life. She is so smart, so driven, so determined. Um, she is a unique person. I always say that God gave me Mariana to give me a balance because the two girls are totally different, totally unique in their own beautiful way. So yeah, right. And so and so and so here, here's the deal, right? And Miss Garrett, I'm gonna get to you. I want you to tell me about your kids too. There is no teacher, no educator that's gonna be able to. I put them on the spot and tell me, tell me about Mrs. Cruz's kids, right? That are gonna be able to explain those kids with the level of passion that you just talked about with your with with, with your child, right? Uh, Miss Garrett, tell me about your kids. So I have four children. I have three boys and one girl. My daughter is six and she thinks that she's like a teenager. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably like most little girls. Um, but all, all of them are in charter schools. But I, I always bring up my son Adonis. He's um, nine years old. And although my 10 year old was in the charter school first, he's the one who let me get the greatest experience of what charter schools can do and how that machine works. 
Um, Adonis has um, social services that he get at school. Um, Adonis is like such a lovable kid. For the most part, my kids are all lovable. I, I love going into Walmart and somebody saying, oh my goodness, they so well behaved. And I'm like, saying to myself like aren't they supposed to be um but <laughs> like I always I always get stuck with that but um Adonis gave me a chance to see what charter schools is about and like I said he has special services he gets speech and he gets occupational therapy um and I was told Adonis should not go to a charter school Adonis should go to the traditional public school and Adonis has been proving them beyond what they said he literally, they do step in, in Troy Prep. And he went from, we left him back one year. He went from going from, I think he was at like a step five and he was in the third grade. And he jumped last year during the pandemic and all, he jumped like five or six step levels up. And they just, that he just gave me the proof to let me know, like I made the right decision. You know, my children are able to excel in Troy Prep. They, they're they're wonderful kids. They're fabulous kids. Um, they're lovable, like, you know, like Maria said. Um, and they're kids, you know what I mean? Like, they have the ups and downs, um, but they're sweethearts, and I wouldn't trade them for nobody else. Right. And so the reason why I had you guys tell me about your kids, right, is, is, is pretty much proof that you are the expert of your child. And so, therefore, with you having that level of expertness, nobody can tell you where to put your kid, right? Nobody can tell you that, oh, you're taking money from the traditional public school. Like, I don't give a two craps about a traditional public school. I care about my kid and I care about my kid being great. Right. And so I'm loving this energy. I'm really, really loving this energy. But so I got a question for y'all. Right. So do y'all hate traditional public school? I can answer that. I, I, I was, I was raised. My parents were both, um, uh, working parents and I was the oldest child. I went to private school. I went to public school. My When I became a foster parent, my children went to public school. It's just that I chose to choose the charter because I thought it was the best um, school, that, what I was looking in an education for my child. Um, of course, I, can, I always compare and tell people Charter education, charter school is like a private school that you don't have to pay. Um, charter schools, what they do with the children, they teach the way that they teach the children can learn. And they don't they don't have a one size fits all or a, or a cookie cutter uh, type of education. So I don't hate public education. I just thought that it was the best for my child. There was a moment, like I said before, that I decided to homeschool because I thought it was the best thing for my children at that point. But I do not. I mean, I'm a product of uh public education right thank you for that um miss garrett on you so i have nothing against the traditional public school i actually um work so the kids public school that um troy prep is only like maybe a block and a half away from the traditional public school that would be my kids zone school i was up there volunteering for like three years i was going up there helping you know with after school program i actually had a grant um me and some other ladies and we went up there and did a after school program for like six to eight weeks with the children um teaching them fun ways to learn so i have nothing against the um, traditional charter school, I mean, excuse me, the traditional public school. I actually also ran for school boy to kind of diffuse this question of like charter public is better than traditional public. And I wanted so bad to get in that seat for that question in particular, just to prove a point that, you know, it's nothing, I don't have nothing against 
the traditional public school. I just know what I want for my child. And like Maria said, you like she said the best thing, charter school for me meets my children where they're at. They figure out how to make their learning meet their needs. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so I want to, I want to uh, definitely jump on that for a second, right? So you said you ran for school board. Next time you run for school board, you got to let me know so we can bring you on the eight black hands so we can make sure that you, uh, we can put that hands energy behind you to make sure that you win that that, that seat, right? We undefeated. Like anybody that comes on our show that runs for school board, man, we put we, we put some good energy behind them. So make sure you let us know next time. All right. So, okay. so then my next question to y'all is why why do folks hate charter schools? It's the misconception. Gary, what's Sorry, it's the misconception. I think people don't understand, you know, when you don't know something, um, you automatically gonna assume the worst. And that's, I'm not going to say everybody's like that, but a lot of people are like that. I think they just don't understand. Um, and then you got to think about when charter schools started, right? So people were starting these charter schools to try to provide a different kind of educating these children. And people feel like you was taken away from the, the regular public school or the traditional public school. And that wasn't the case. A lot of times when you don't give people the, the information or the knowledge about something, they can make up stories. They can make up lies about what they think a charter school is or what anything is. Um, so I just this thing is like it's informed. You know, they're not informed about what a charter school is. I totally agree. Well, with thank you for just said, and I'm sorry. I want to piggyback right back on what she was saying. It's just a misconception. Uh, what the information that people have been given for many, many years, and it has kind of come to corrupt and and um, damage the mentality of people. Uh, but that is the reason why we have this council. The reason why we have this council is to educate parents, to give parents the right information. And not only charter school, charter school parents, the entire community to break down those walls and start building up a brand new foundation between uh, traditional school and charter schools. Um, this is just um, like, um, fairy tales or whatever story people want to tell you or districts have been telling people for a long time and mostly is because of of budget and money and to be honest the money follows my child the money doesn't follow the district so the parent has a choice the parent will will um will exercise their right to have a choice and the money will follow the child, not the district. But the reason why we are here is to educate the public. If you have questions, the questions can be answered and it can be in black and white and with data and everything. Um, we are here to educate. The council is created for that. The advocacy council is to, number one, to educate and also for us to be behind what we believe, that charter education work for our children. Like I said before, there is not a one size fits all for anything. And education is one of those things. So it's just a parent choice and I choose what is best for my children, what I think is best for my children. I love that. Very eloquent answers. Uh, very cut and dry. I love it. If you're in the count, if you're if you're a member of a, a, a what 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 the New York Charter School Parents Association, I got that right. Yes, I got it right. All right. If you're if New you're York in the State audience, Charter, you're, Charter Parent Council. <laughs> yeah. If you if you're a member of the Charter Parent Council, drop a link in there so folks can follow y'all and and. Uh, and we can get this thing moving. Uh, I think I may have some uh, some parents from 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 my school. If you're in here from Riverhead Charter School, hopefully we're learning and we can grow uh, with this organization as well. Now, uh, what are some of the myths that are associated with charter schools? Like, you know, because I know that you guys are 
are helping parents to advocate for charter schools on on um on the state level, right? So, what are some of the things that you you have to correct, folks? Because people just don't know. Yeah, I have a very um difficult experience with that and people we need to be very very careful what we tell people and how we educate people i was um mariana got accepted to a, a new charter school is academy of health science and i took mariana by herself did not take her sister to celebrate that accomplishment and i took her to have ice cream and this lady in front of us um turned around and she's like oh you're ready for school and she's talking to mariana and and mariana's like yeah and then she asked mariana so what school are you going to and she said academy of health science and the lady said what is that and she said a charter school the lady literally got down to my daughter's face and started screaming at my daughter telling my daughter that she was taking money from other children i had to intervene and tell this and tell this lady to step no one step away from a child and number two you need to get your information right i have a right to send my child wherever i want to go it has nothing to do with money it has something to do with choice 100 percent my choice number one and number two the money is supposed to follow my child not the district not the school it follows my child but we need to stop that misconception districts are not suffering because of charter education Shattered, shattered children have a money allocated to them and that money follows that child. But that's the biggest misconception about shattered education. And, and we need to be very careful because my daughter was with me and my daughter has a very strong personality. She can she she could take on this lady by herself. But people need to be more careful what we spread. And, and if we're going to be spreading thing, information like this, make sure that you have the right information at hand and provide educate people, educate your peers, educate parents, educate the community. Yeah, thank you for that. All right, uh, Ms. Garrett. So I definitely think that is um, transparency. For example, um, charter schools hiding test scores or funding from the New York SPED and things like that. And that's not true. Um, and I think another big one for me is that if a child that has a learning disability, um, that they shouldn't go to a charter school, right? And, and I think that people attach that to <clears throat> a child's way of learning and that's not always the case um and that's a big deal they think that charter schools at one point oh they would you know they put their children out and things like that and that's not true that's just a myth you know they they try them their best to meet children where they're at and that's a big myth that i think should um actually should stop being spread because they have children that have ieps in there now like i said i'm a big advocate for that in particular yeah well, thank, thank you for that. And, you know, it, it, it comes with the territory. You know, I, I deal with it all the time, you know, but like my, my thing is this, like, I know that we're providing a world-class education for our kids. I know that our teachers are going above and beyond for their students. Right. And like, oftentimes, like people don't consider these things, but these teachers are working more hours than what a traditional public school teacher is working. And oftentimes charter schools, teachers are getting paid less than what traditional public school teachers are making and they're working more so they're working more working harder working smarter and being paid less than what uh a traditional public school teacher makes. so shout out to all the teachers that are putting in the work and doing everything they need to do in order to make charter schools work and make choice for parents shout out to y'all give y'all this moment right here right all right so so uh moving forward what's y'all's what's what uh we talked about that uh, what's y'all's advice to parents? So, like, if you had a parent, right, and and you were meeting this parent for the first time, 
And they were like, hey, you know, I don't really know about schools. I don't know what's going to be the best choice for my kid. Right. What advice would you give them? I love this question. Love, love, love this question. This is always my favorite kind of question, because um, regardless of, you know, I'm a child parent, but regardless of where you're placing your child, the best thing I could tell a parent is you are your child's biggest advocate. If you don't like something, say something. If your child has IEP meeting, try your best to be at everyone knows meetings. Um, and I learned that at an early age. Um, my mom, I have a brother that has, that has cerebral palsy. And my mom would write a note for me to take to his meetings because sometimes she couldn't go because of work. And I would go to those meetings and read off that list of things that I knew that she said was meant for my brother to make sure that they was meeting his requirements. Um, so that's for any parent. You got to make sure you are the loudest voice in the classroom for your child. I always tell parents that it's a triangle relationship, right? So it's the child, the parents, and the teacher. And if there's no communication and that triangle is seems to be breaking up, then it's not going to work out. You got to have open communication. You got to have dialogue. Like I need to know who's in my child's face at all times. I'm that parent that goes to the school. I want to know everybody from the janitor to the guy cleaning the windows to the lunch lady, whomever is coming in contact. And I, I tell parents that all the time. You've got to know what is going on for your children. Nobody can make no decision for your child but you. Love that. Right? Because it, it takes it takes a, it takes us back to what I said earlier. You're the expert of your kid. And so therefore, you know, you need to display that. Uh Ms. Cruz. So my advice to parents is show up be involved. There are so many conversations happening about our children and you want to make sure that your voice is being heard, that your input is in there. It's your child. You don't let anybody else make the decision for your child. So I always tell parents be involved. When it comes to your child education, I always say it do takes a village to raise a, to raise a child. I cannot imagine me having another adult around my children and me not knowing who that adult is. And to tell you, um, one of my very good friends. I only have two best friends. And one of that person is my, my daughter's uh, kindergarten and first grade teacher. We even go on vacations together and everything. You have to be involved. You need to know those adults that are involved in your children in your children's life. Just be involved. You know, it's your baby. You, you want to have all these people on your corner to fight for your baby. So get to know the people that are in your school. Get to know your teachers. Like Deborah said, even the, the person that takes care of the building. Just get to know the people that are around your children. They are the best advocate that you're going to have or the best people that you're going to have on your corner when it comes to, it comes to advocating for your child. But be involved and speak up. Yeah. So, Miss Cruz, you got some fans in the audience. Uh, somebody has a question for you, and I'm, I'm going to definitely let you get to that. So you got uh, Miss Cynthia Rose. She asked, she said, uh, you know, she said you, you, you homeschooled for two years. What were some advantages of, of, of you homeschooling your kids? Uh, that I spend time with my babies. <laughs> I just love being with my children, so I don't have a problem with that. The only advantage, mm -hmm. or the biggest advantage that I have was um, that I was in charge of all the other time, their their education, their curriculum. But let me tell you, it is a very challenging thing to do when we were faced to this COVID situation. That was the only the, the biggest blessing that I had the experience that my children already been homeschooled, that my children um, were kind of used to being at the house. But let me tell you, it is a very hard job. I don't wish to be in a teacher's shoes. It is a very challenging thing to do and 
and for those that are thinking about it, number one, um, if you're not equipped, if you don't have a, a degree in, the, in education, mm -hmm. I will tell you think twice because the, your children's education is 100% your responsibility when you're homeschooling. So I do not regret doing that because my children needed it at the time and I needed to be with my children at the time, but I will not change my children's education for, for nothing. And, and having a teacher that is in charge of their education, mm -hmm. I'd rather be their mom than to be their teacher. I love that. I love that. Somebody's phone is going off like crazy. So I, 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 I know people, <laughs> people are hitting y'all up. Um, <laughs> I love this energy. Uh, where are we going? Uh, so, so what, what's your, what's your message against those people that are, are just against charter schools? And we had another, we had another comment that I, that I kind of, I want, I wanted to address, but I feel like we addressed it earlier. So, uh, Miss Anna Hall, she's uh, the Anna Hall. I'm sorry, I don't want to get this confused. I don't want nobody coming at me. Says uh, <laughs> you, you, you don't have to dislike district schools to support other parents to choose what's best for them. And Miss Hall, I think that everybody in here agrees with you uh, wholeheartedly. Um, you let you you choose whatever's going to be best for you, and you allow us to choose whatever's going to be best for us, right? And uh, and together, you know, hopefully we can meet in the middle somewhere and we could do we can have a celebration for our kids. Right. Um, because that doesn't mean that they're enemies just because you're just because eight percent of kids choose to exercise choice does not mean that the other 92 percent are the enemy. Like y'all not the enemy. Like we can all learn from each other. You know, so imagine if charter schools were, were going to the best public schools and learning what they were doing. And then uh, some of the. The public schools that are having problems are going to the best charter schools and we're sharing best practices and, and, and doing what's best for kids. Imagine if the world was that way. That's how the world should be, uh, in my opinion. So. Um, so the question that I had uh, and I had the banner up was uh, what's y'all's message against those people for those people that are uh, against charter schools? Because a lot of them. There is a lot of them. Um and it's sad. <laughs> I think that, you know, do your homework, get to know what they're about. That's like the main thing. And that, that's why this parent council is so important because there's parents that have children in charter schools and that they don't necessarily know the overall, you know, aspect of a charter school. A lot of parents, some parents just pick the school because of the location as well. So this is why the parent council is beneficial because we can help parents as a shared, you know, a shared community, we can help parents see what maybe another parent can't see. I know for myself, I just knew that I needed to speak up for my child. So he could have been wherever. And I knew that I need to speak up for my child. I didn't even know that I was doing advocacy when I first started just speaking up for my children in general. Um, and that's why, like, we've been focusing on child advocacy 101 and those things like that, because it gives you the core of, you know, how to advocate, how to advocate for your how to advocate for your if I was talking, you know, the, the best message is do your homework, get to know what a charter school is about, get to know even what your, you know, what your child's teachers is about, those things like that. I appreciate that. Ms. Cruz. Uh, I'm going to piggyback on what she said. You know, just get informed, get informed. And I, and I don't like, I, I understand where the question is coming from. I don't think people are really against charter education. I just think people are misinformed people have their own con uh, con concept about uh, charter education. 
just get informed. And right now, if you can join our, our, our page on Facebook and join the, all those um, training that we're doing on advocacy and learn more about what charter education is, just get informed. And right now, come on now, it's 2020, everything is on Google. Open your phone, ask Google, and Google will tell you exactly what charter education is about. Yes, there's a lot of misconception about uh, bad thinking and bad thoughts and bad speak about, about charter education, but education is the key. How ironic. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I love it. All right. So I want to get y'all's final thoughts on, on, on you know, just charter advocacy. And uh, in, in your final thought, tell people where they can find more information about charter schools and, you know, how we can follow you guys and how we can, you know, make sure that we're doing what's best for our kids. Ms. Gary, we'll start with you. So I just want to make sure that I share the Facebook page. Um, so we are, you know, obviously Facebook.com. You're going to go to groups and you're going to go to New York State. Well, NYS Charter Parent Council. Um, I really think that if you are a charter parent, you should definitely join. Um, you don't want to miss out on these awesome trainings. We've been having sessions going on and um I'm, I'm learning, you know, like I said, I'm a charter parent, but I'm learning from these these different trainings that we've been doing. Um, so we have Charter charter um, Advocacy 101. We have Charter Advanced Advocacy. We have um, How Charter Works, New York Schools um, Finance 101, New York Student Performance, and then Charter Myths and Facts. And the Charter Myths and Facts is probably most important for a parent that is just maybe putting their kid um, in school or maybe they're in pre-K and they're about to go to kindergarten and you're trying to figure it out. So that would be a awesome um, training session for you to understand what a charter school is about. Um, and I just appreciate, you know, this platform. I appreciate being able to interact with other parents like myself that just want to see our kids succeed. Absolutely. You're more than welcome. You can come back here anytime. Take it with me. Uh, Ms. Cruz. Thank you for sharing all that information, Debra. So yeah, you guys can find us on Facebook and I would encourage every chatter parent and you don't have to be chatter to join the council, to join the advocacy group, to get educated, to be able to make the right decision for your family. Now, right now, um, because of COVID, we cannot lobby the way that we used to. And I remember my days in Albany is just an amazing experience to be able to go there and show up and show up and, and speak up about what we believe, but we are trying to do this again. We are trying to get a way to lobby for charter education, to do um, our advocacy and to empower our children. Did we get a freeze? I think we did. I think we got a freeze. It's all good. All right. We uh, have a snowstorm coming. Storm. coming. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to get. I was trying to get this in before the before the snowstorm. Hopefully, she comes back. I wanted to finish her her, her final thought. Yeah, and she's a big right, so Buffalo. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm putting it back on you so you can finish your final thought because they ain't hear nothing you said. So go ahead, action. So no, thank you. So I'm saying that uh that to join the Facebook page and to join the advocacy groups um, because of COVID, we have not been able to advocate the way that we used to going to Albany and doing 
all this lobbying that we used to do. And I really miss those days. But right now we're trying to figure out a new way to be able to advocate for our children and to advocate for charter education and for our children to be able to be their own voice and to advocate for themselves because they really do enjoy their schools, their um, their teachers, their the education that they are receiving. So just join the group, just join the conversation, get the right information and just do the best, the best that you can do with the education and the information that you will receive. Thank you very much for inviting us. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for coming on. So listen, you guys have listened to another episode of the Edgy Pierce podcast. Thank our guests. Uh, there's some really good information that uh, that's in the comments uh, on how to join the Facebook group. Uh, I'm a member of the group. Uh, I get a lot of good information from the group. And then I also uh, sometimes post some podcasts that are relevant to, to, to parents in the group. So, um, no, it's not. It, the parent council is, is located in New York, but it's not just uh, New York adjacent. You can learn things from uh, from these parents as well, and they can learn from you. So, again, thank you for listening to the Edupurist podcast. Uh, we'll check back in with you next week. Stay safe, wear your mask, and uh, and, and, and stop these gatherings. Crazy. Man.